0: This week on Invasion of the Podcast, we're double fisting coffees getting ready for the Cleveland Cinemas
1: late shift. We talk about the expectations versus reality of movie trailers. And one of us survives the Wheel of Death.
0: We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon the arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of attention. It's the Invasion of the Podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? All right, and welcome to Invasion of the Podcast, where we're taking over the world one listener at a time. I am, as always, Paul in a world. Steadman. And <laughs> to my left, and Joe's going to hate this. Joe, coming soon. Peters.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, there's another one. Yeah, it's coming it's, it's, soon.
0: Yeah, right? It's just, it's, it's, you're not there yet? You'll be there soon. This Christmas. Yeah, this Christmas. This Christmas. Uh, we got a lot of great things to talk about tonight. First, I just want to mention briefly that I won. I I, I beat Bungie at their own game. I oh, was, uh, yeah. So. Um, remember a few episodes ago I was, I was bitching about, uh, taking King being 60 bucks and all yeah. like, you know, house of wolves, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for it. I waited, I waited an amount black Friday, um, at the big box retailers. They had it for like 40 bucks or $35, whatever mm-hmm. On PlayStation plus it was 40, but they also gave you a coupon for like 10% off. Mm-hmm. So I got it for 35 with no tax. Oh, cool. So they won because they got
1: my money. Yeah.
0: And I'll probably have buyer's remorse again, but not as much buyer's remorse. Oh, okay. So, and I haven't played it since.
1: <laughs> I haven't played Destiny either. I've been busy. <laughs> I, I,
0: I I bought it and I was like, sweet. And then I started playing Fallout again.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm Fallout's gonna take control of me in January. But I've been playing a lot of Blizzard games with my buddies lately. I've mostly just been playing Starcraft and Heroes of the Storm because well, Starcraft Two expansion came out, so I've been playing that.
0: Yeah, I just just uh, <laughs> Fallout. I just real quick. I think the Bethesda games are more about the stories that you create for yourself mm-hmm. than the stories that are the games. Like I think I told you the story that I came across a settlement. Things didn't go well. So I'm like, you know what? You guys just hold off. I'll be right back with my power armor and a gatling gun. I'll be right back. <laughs> I ran into a similar situation with this large monster that kept killing me. And I'm like, give me a couple levels. And then when I when I get when I get the right weapons I'm coming back to you. And like the whole story and that whole quest just stays there. Like they don't know what's going on. Days have passed. They're like, was this guy coming back? I don't know. And then I show up. I'm like flamethrower. Now we continue the story. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. So yeah, I know I, a lot
1: of people are getting sucked into the, uh, the, the, cr- the crafting and the build uh towns and stuff.
0: I, you know, the modding of the weapons I'm into, I don't really care to build the communities.
1: Really? I just don't care. A don't lot know. of people I've talked to, that's all they do. Like my one buddy, he, uh, like, his friend was uh, laughing at him because he's like, where are your walls? And he doesn't, he, he didn't put any walls around it. So he literally just built as many turrets as he can. And I was like, so you have a wall of bullets is what you're yeah, saying. it's like, the wall of death. I don't need That's a wall. All, yeah, like, yeah, you right. can go ahead and come through these turrets.
0: Well, it's like, I have the little starter community. It's like, you're supposed to complete a quest to do that. So I have that. Mm-hmm. But everywhere you clear, like, like if you set up a radio tower, settlers will show up. But I didn't know that. So I go to this drive-in and there's like, 10 people just hanging out, just driving. I'm like, where'd you guys come from? And then as I'm trying to like scrap things so I can build better weapons, screw all the settlers. They keep getting attacked by Raiders. And I'm like, ah, eh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm guys- a, <laughs> I'm such a bad, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bad, uh, frontiersman. I don't Craig, know what that is. <laughs> Craig, pick up that stick. <laughs> yeah. Craig. Oh, he's dead. Oh, Damn it. Eh, whatever. It's like, I didn't even know you guys were here until I fast traveled anyway, so you're not important to me. Look, I'm not going to take care of you. Just do you have any aluminum on you? Because I really need that right now. Like, so. All right. Um, all right got a lot of great news. Uh, great news. I guess it's all good news, right? Uh, got some news, and then we got some other really cool stuff to talk about tonight. everyone see it is good news i just I, I front sold it there so it's always good news
1: uh news so uh well i guess let's start off with uh what's going on with cleveland cinemas cause okay we're getting ready for the 2016 midnight shift movies that are coming out next year yeah um, it's for a, anybody that loves to go to midnight movies
0: it's the late shift uh Bar and grilled it's sponsored by uh uh melt i, I, I don't know if, if you're in cleveland i don't know if you've heard of melt If you're in Cleveland, you know what melt
1: is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So the way they announced this um, on Sunday this past week, they had a free surprise showing at the Capitol Theater going at 10 o'clock. They announced the next six months of late shift movies. The surprise showing was this movie called Final Score, this 1980s, like Indonesian action movie that it was one of the greatest, worst things I've ever seen in my life. Was it
1: like Kung Fury-ish?
0: Not on purpose. Like it was earnest. Like, it was ridiculous over the top. This guy, he'd walk into a building. You know it was going to blow up no matter what happened. Uh, it's just, it's a simple revenge story. Like, bad thing happens to his wife and kids. I basically was joking. I was like, oh, well, this is the story that the crow is based off of the entire time. Because this guy's <laughs> running around, just killing everybody. But just to give you an idea of what, how ridiculous this movie is, there's a bit where one of the guys that the main character is looking for, he has him tied to a chair in a hotel room. He puts, like, um, like a plastic explosive between his legs and sets a timer. And then as he's like talking to the guy, he opens up a briefcase, pulls out a fake beard and mustache and puts it on and leaves the hotel room. So you're thinking, okay, he's undercover now. People don't know who he is. They never come back to that again the entire movie. Like the rest of the movie, you never see him with the fake mustache or beard on. He's just his regular self. So it makes me feel like he had to put that on just to leave the room with the guy that was going to blow up anyway. So he couldn't be ID'd. I don't understand what was going on there. Oh, and then also a dirt bike with a minigun on it. That's, that's, he drives into buildings with the dirt bike with a minigun on it and just starts like leg waste to people. It was the greatest freaking thing I've seen in the theater that's in a long funny. time. And it was free. That's cool. Yeah. So um, they announced their their, their late shift. Um, these are usually movies playing at the Capitol Theater or Cedar Lee on the East Side. Uh, coming up. I
1: didn't even look at this. Let me see. Oh, this yeah. Real yeah quick. Please, please do. Yeah, real quick. Uh,
0: this weekend, actually, this is the end of this year. Um, the oh. Big Lebowski's playing. At the Cedar which <laughs> that's always every year around Christmas. Uh, Scrooge is playing as well. Okay. So, and then, like, this starts off with January there. So, what have we got going where on? Is it, where does it die
1: down? Oh, these are all pretty solid. Yeah, there's some good choices I think I've here. seen almost all of these. Uh, so, January 2nd, um, we've got 2001 A Space Odyssey. I will uh, give it a chance. I, I have my
0: problems with Kubrick, but I will go to the theater and
1: see that. Um, that's going to be a weird period piece, because we're way past 2001. <laughs> um uh yeah, then, it's a look back now then january 16th we have uh the fifth element at the capitol theater and it
0: requires a multi-pass to get in
1: yes Lilo dallas multi-pass uh then jackie brown on february 6th and 7th at cedarly um i was just talking you, i i you know eventually this month we're going to do a Tarantino cast i think
0: or a discussion yeah uh, yeah like, discussion. A coming, like yeah. I,
1: I, I i hate to say a cast like batman cast is like all oh, batman it's not gonna be a whole thing but we're gonna it's do it's gonna a be a tarantino
0: cast where we say nothing but the f word <laughs> yeah. and stare at girls feet that's all it's gonna be an hour and a half of that. um but
1: jackie brown i was and referencing like, other movies like we we just watched uh, reservoir dogs and pulp fiction and like jackie brown was just one of those tarantino movies that i i try to forget um maybe it's because he didn't write it and just you know like you said directed it
0: well, they had Reservoir Dogs as a late shift movie a few months
1: ago, and I went to go see that, and it's been a while since I'd seen it. Yeah. It holds up it really well. It does hold up. The yeah. acting in it is really good. Uh, and then we got Mad Max Fury Road, February 20th. In 3D. In 3D. That's going to
0: be like six bucks. If people don't want to go to a minute show of Fury Road in 3D, I don't know
1: what. Um, and then we got Space Jam. Gonna uh, that's going to be a lovely the, day. Mad Max is going to be at the Capitol. And then Space Jams, March 5th and March 6th at the Cedar Lee Theater. Um, Never seen it. I've never seen Space Jam entirely. I've seen parts of it. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I get it, you know, but I mean, just, but people judge me harshly. And I'm like, it's a little bit, that was a little bit past my time when I was growing up.
1: And then we got Austin Powers, uh, the first one, uh, on March 19th at the Capitol. Um, and then April 2nd uh, and April 3rd, uh, Major League at the Cedar League. Yes. I might go see that because hu- I love Major League. That's a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long and time. That, and I'm guessing because that's probably opening day. That's probably kicking mm. off the Indian season. Uh, and then Donnie Darko is at the Capitol Theater on April 16th. Um, I seen that movie a long time ago. Once. This is the
0: director's cut, which is, um, I don't want to say it's more clear because that movie is a little odd no matter what, but it's a, it's a uh, it's a better overall presentation of that movie.
1: Uh, And then they've got um, uh, My Neighbor Totoro, which is uh, is that a Miyazaki?
0: Yeah, it's it's a double feature. If you see there, there's there's two. Oh yeah, there's it's May seventh
1: and May eighth, and it's a double feature with Miyazaki and Spirit Away. I haven't seen My Neighbor Totoro, but I did see Spirit Away. It's very good.
0: Yeah, so Um, that's that's going to be a a good one because it's like they there's going to be a group price for that too. So yeah.
1: And then on May twenty first, we've got at the Capitol theater rambo first blood part two which confused the hell out of me when Title i was a kid. Yeah. yes yeah. i think i I want to say i was maybe like five or six and i was just like wait a minute is this the first movie or the second movie
0: <laughs> well that always confused me like when i'd watch tv at nighttime it says tomorrow on today that always confused me too as a kid and i'm like wait a second i don't know what that means no wait, tomorrow on today where,
1: where am i <laughs> uh and then uh, June 4th, wow, we're getting halfway through the year, uh, at the Cedar Lee Theater, the Shawshank Redemption.
0: Oh, you missed the most important one, though. Or has that happened? to Jerry mention it's at the one of the last ones, though? The bottom? What, it, this uh, one? No. Uh, where is it at? That comes after okay, that. Okay, I just wanted to mention. It's important.
1: No, I'm going down the line. Okay. And then Saturday, June 18th, at the Capitol Theater, Roadhouse. Yes! <laughs> one of the greatest goddamn movies ever made. So... And then of course uh every Saturday, uh, first Saturday of every month, uh at the Cedar Lee Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, so Roadhouse. Um Roadhouse.
0: What was it like two years ago I found a four DVD collection at Target because 'cause they've been putting out like, you know, like you you know how you buy those collections of things or whatever. It's like always like two okay movies and one that's really questionable. It was a four DVD pack at Target for like twelve bucks. Roadhouse, Red Dawn. Ooh. Terminator and Robocop. Wow. I just, I had to get it. I that, just, and I think Red Dawn's probably the one in there I was kind of on the bubble about. Yeah. And that's not a bad movie. No, either. it's not. Yeah. But
1: it's kind of like almost an added bonus. But those three movies are solid. Somebody put in that package knew but what they were doing. doing yeah, yeah. They were was just, just like, like I'm going
0: to put this in here. And I was like, oh, you got two robot movies and two Patrick Swayze movies. I, you know, that's, I didn't realize that's what my heart song was, yeah. you know, like, so I had to buy it. I'd, so, could Rode you imagine out, if they swapped, like, or snuck Predator in there? right yeah oh my goodness um yeah so i was uh i was really happy to buy that so but roadhouse i will be there i don't care even if i die before this movie comes to the theater i will be there joe my last wish is you please drag my body to the theater so we can see roadhouse can you cremate yourself i'm not i don't care i mean yeah just like like in um the big i'm not gonna exhume
1: you and take your corpse to the movie theater no
0: i'm I'm just just leave me at your place put me on (laughs) ice Set me in front of a TV for no. a bit. Okay, no. <laughs> Just put me in front of a microphone. <laughs> I'm fro- probably say things way smarter than i mean yeah i will be
1: like if you're wondering why i sound so weird it's because i have to plug my nose because paul's here yeah because <laughs> he's been decaying for three months
0: but his insight this has been so much better now i don't know what's going on and then i'll
1: just play old clips from the show like what they did when chef left south park
0: yes <laughs> 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 just like yeah <laughs> i i yeah sure I mean, should i come up with some pre-recorded statements yeah. now so you can play like wait 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 pre-recorded statements you're right joe <laughs> good point joe all right marvel is the best marvel is the best there you go you got two of them right there i swear Uh, that button stuck Uh, (laughs) so i'm excited for this uh i love the i love the late shift i love that we live in a city um that embraces all sorts of different type of cinema i mean not i wouldn't say these are necessarily like you know challenging films but a lot of it's good fun like you got some kubrick which could be different but you got a lot of good like like I'm going to go out midnight and watch this ridiculous movie and I I have a good time with that so yeah. I, I'm I'm happy for that.
1: Um
0: but yeah, watch final score. It's for free on YouTube. It's ridiculous.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, uh moving on the uh, news, we've got uh not I mean we the the video game awards are going on right now mm-hmm. as we as we cast. So, I kind of I wanted to bring that up. What's the name least. of the trophy? I don't know what, what's it. Like? I don't even know. I I it's was just look- the Digi. I don't know what it's called. I, no, I was looking at the uh, the nominees and stuff like that. But um, the, the news piece that we It's wanted, the Nestor. It probably isn't the Nestor. <laughs> it's the Nintendo. <laughs> Although, you know what? I did look at Game of the Year. I want to get your opinion on this. So Game of the Year, they had Super Mario Maker. Okay. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, um, The Witcher 3, and Fallout 4. It, I, I've only played
0: one of them. Really? Um, well, I,
1: which oh, one? yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I know I haven't played all of them, but I mean, just based on I, probably, just, I mean, do you think Fallout Three is just going to like trounce ev- or Fallout Four is going to trounce everything? Probably because I mean, I, well, I don't know, Witcher got really good response. Too, Witcher was pretty good, but I, I feel
0: like um, from a, well, you know what though, it's going to go to Met, it's going to go to Metal Gear. You think because um, that was um, Kojima's last. You think Harab. they're going to
1: give it a sympathy, and not
0: and and sympathy? I think people. Well, no, that I'm, game. it's not a
1: bad game, but I, I, I know sometimes those will carry sympathy carries a little weight with it.
0: And I think I think Metal Gear is a much more no commodity than Fallout is.
1: Okay,
0: I just you know like I Fallout Fallout's a good
1: game. It's just that I think no, you're right. Metal Gear is a more of a global impact,
0: and I also feel like from what I've read of it that uh, the updates to the systems and like the, every time they put out a new game, they overhaul a lot. They do, and. and I feel like I with Fallout 4, like the are you graphics are better. Are you talking about are you talking about Metal Gear? I'm talking about Metal Gear that they've advanced everything yeah. as they go along. Um, from what I know of Fallout 3 going to Fallout 4, the world's bigger and they have changed a little bit, but it's still, the core experience hasn't changed a whole lot. 3 was different because they they took a top-down uh, RPG, like a tactical RPG, and turned it into a first-person thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a big jump. But I don't know if they've if they've changed enough of the of the actual experience to make it like mind-blowingly different. I think people are just excited for the story and the world as opposed to the mechanics.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, well, anyway, getting on to whatever the news. So the news piece. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, that was kind so, of whatever, a sidetrack. We're just talking about the game whatever, awards. Whatever
0: Paul's opinion is, um, I can't wait for that guy to be a cadaver and this degree with me.
1: <laughs> uh the the game awards um, not the game awards uh, so the news piece is um like Mortal Kombat X is throwing out another combat pack soon which I'm kind of impressed with because I honestly felt like they were going to kind of forget about the game because a lot of developers once they're once they get a good chunk of DLC out it's on to the next thing it's on to the next thing the game tapers off they're not like hey we need to keep putting content out for this. So good on uh, Midway or Warner Brothers games, whoever's...
0: Midway isn't making... Are they making games anymore?
1: I don't remember. Yeah. I know they always used to be Midway, but nah, I think You're Warner, right. Warner Brothers games. I think
0: it is, is Warner Brothers, because if you look at some of the properties they have yeah. associated well, with it.
1: That's part of the fun of the combat packs, because um, who did you get? You got Jason Voorhees in the last one. Yeah, and I know Freddie has been... Um, was Freddie in this Freddie one? Freddy was in the last okay. game. Okay. And, and
0: predator was in the last one too, right?
1: No, predator was in this one. So you oh, got Jason okay. Voorhees and you got Predator. So was Pinhead in one of them
0: too? Did they do Pinhead? I don't think they did Pinhead. No. Okay.
1: But um, but what and about Doctor Giggles? Do they do Doctor Giggles? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think that. just <laughs> Doctor Giggles. No. Um. So the uh the game that they or the the combat pack is going to have uh I, I can't I can't remember the the drunken combat guy.
0: I don't know who that is. is oh that no, from, is that from Mortal Kombat? Yeah, but, okay.
1: he's like a drunken master. Okay. Uh, his name escapes me right now. I'd have to look it up, but my phone's dying. <laughs> um, and then they have um, Cyrex, uh, Sector, and Noob Cybot are going to be all one character. So it's going to be the cyborg robot, but you can change the colors, kind of like because in the game you pick three different fighting styles. There's okay. To, to, to pick from for each character, and I bet you that's what they're going to do. They're going to have you pick the cyber ninja and then it's going to be one of those three you know the the yellow the red or the black that's a good way of combining that and getting yeah to get all the characters and then um the two properties from movies that they're bringing in are leatherface yes so you're going to have jason go head to head with leatherface in this and then what would be a predator without the alien so the xenomorph is going to be but it's
0: not just an alien because i i had a question about something in the trailer yeah so the trailer you see baraka have the alien burst out of his chest, mm-hmm. so when the xenomorph shows up, he has Baraka's arm blades. Yeah, because the aliens always take something of its host. Yeah, it's
1: always a a, a property that they.
0: they yeah, which that's an with. oddly specific one, but whatever,
1: it's fine. I think yeah. I think it plays in nice and and it's kind of cool. So. This
0: this might make me get Mortal Kombat. Just so I, can I play think I'm going to get it
1: now because I know it's gone down in price and and to get the combat packs. Like I, I've watched so many of the fatalities and just like some of the fighting on. Online, and it's like, you know what? If they're going to keep going with it and throw out another combat pack with those characters, yeah. I'm debating about getting um the the
0: WWE 2K uh, was it sixteen uh, just because it looks like the online wrestling stuff looks like ridiculous and you can just make a character however oh yeah it's pretty and funny I just I just want to make the most ridiculous character and hope I win so that person <laughs> be like oh no why did why did that guy beat me you know yeah. like I think that'd be a lot of fun I
1: have it for Xbox I have to let you borrow it yeah is yeah. it, it fun it's fun okay. yeah I play it every once in a while I don't like I'm not gonna get into it but there's there's parts I like and parts I don't like of it
0: but. <laughs> so I sorry that was a touchy subject about the rest wrestling game no but, it's not um, a
1: touchy subject i just like I, I get into like the creative thing like there's there's parts where i'm just kind of like i want to get real meticulous with it and i can't and i'm like why can't i have my own music <laughs> uh, but um, anyway so yeah mortal Kombat combat pack coming out um i don't know if they have a date released yet but i did see speaking in the game awards uh, mortal Kombat did snag the best fighting game of 2015 what else came out i mean um well you had i think i know probably killer instinct Season 2 was probably on there. Uh, I didn't look at the nominees all the way through because, like I said, my phone's dying. Oh. But um, there's a – God, what other fighting games came out this year? That's what I'm asking. I don't really know. Um there has to be something, I, right? I, I mean I, like, I know not, I probably know.
0: Because I know Street Fighter, they keep doing updates for that, too. Yeah, Street Fighter and, keeps... Street Fighter Five is supposed to be out. But I think these combat packs, I think that speaks to the success of microtransactions now and how more people are more accessible or more open to the idea of buying additional characters as opposed to having, like... I, I'm still a purist where I want to have, like... I, I, I want a bunch in my stable before I buy extra ones. Uh-huh. But at least now, it's like it feels like... Well, since a lot of this is, like, more like Leatherface and jason and all this it's like if you want them you can have them if not it's not going to affect the actual game experience yeah. and i'm okay with that
1: i think it's cool as compared to the old days where you would unlock secret characters because like a lot of times developers would just be finished with a game and be like well they can they can find new noob, noob cybot or reptile later yeah you know if they want to play them but now it's not so much as like we have it slated that you're going to get Leatherface and the Alien or the Predator and Jason. But it's like a year or two down the road, it's like they're still adding additions. I think it's one of the things that I do like about Heroes, you know, because I play Heroes, is is it's like you'll wait every three or four weeks they put a new character in. So it's kind of cool to see something new and keep the game freshly rotating, because somebody will come into the mix and just change it up. And and sometimes it's kind of, you're just like, eh. And sometimes it's kind of cool. so. (laughs)
0: And I just briefly want to mention, Joe snagged me into Heroes for a brief minute <laughs> so we could play as the, the choke-all character. And basically, all I did was it's a two-headed ogre. He ran around, did stuff, and I just pressed buttons like a little kid and hoped to do things. <laughs> I, 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 I think I was understanding what was going on, but it was just funny watching a character that I had no direct control over just run around. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I guess I'm doing this now. Was, we'll
1: like, We're going over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's And it's I just like that it
0: took our our two battle tag names and combined it into one name. Like, because it's instead of Chogall, it just took our names and just put an apostrophe in the middle yeah. and made up a I thought that was funny. It's
1: pretty cool how they yeah. do that with everybody. Because I noticed that, like after playing a couple of times, I was just like, "Oh, they just took our names and mashed it together." Uh, yeah. <laughs> So. But
0: yeah, it was it was a good time. It was just like I, I don't know. It just felt like um like an on rails experience, like a, a theme park where it's like I guess I'm just going to go over here now and fight these bad guys. Yeah, I guess I can't leave now. I guess we're dying. You know, yeah. it's like it was a lot of fun. Well,
1: it usually works better if you have like coordinated like head you know teamwork. Like I'm doing this or I'm doing <laughs> this or because uh, yeah anyway yeah anyways. um and then a couple of announcements. I think out of uh, um the game awards, uh, Telltale's talking about doing a Batman game. Uh, which is re- really cool because uh like Telltale's games are always really fun about uh, making choices and the impact that they have
0: and also investigating areas too cuz like the Wolf Among Us was all about yeah like crime not crime scene but like fig- picking out clues and that's perfect for Batman give me a Batman
1: detective game right and i think like be- you know even Wolf Among Us was um a um a detective-type game. They, yeah, it was you, more you noir a detective. Kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. And then the other game that I saw that was, was uh, popping up was Psychonauts 2. Really? Yeah.
0: So, the, so Double Fine's getting around to
1: that. I guess it got kick-started. Oh, wow. So a lot of people were tweeting about it.
0: Okay. That's cool. Like, I remember seeing... I didn't play the original Psychonauts, but I watched a lot of it being played, and it was hysterical. Yeah. It was really, really funny. So, yeah. Um, and Double Find's really good at making, like, games that punch you in the feels and are also really funny. Like, I was watching uh, Mary play uh, Broken Age, and it's it's really, it's, it's something, I have not seen a game that looks like this, because it looks like a, I don't know, it looks like something like a Pixar animated, like, thing, but it's a game. It's really interesting and it's funny. Hmm. So, um, and I know, didn't Telltale aren't they teasing images of season three of The Walking Dead now too? Probably, but, yeah. yeah. So
1: that's that's a big push for them because the first one, the first two were so good. Yeah, I just, I never finished the second one. I need oh to- I'd,
0: I'd say it gets sad but you probably already know Oh, that. i know it
1: totally gets sad <laughs> god you know what i almost think i bought the i think i bought the season pass and i never used it
0: i i didn't play the The walking dead i watched it being played because you can sit there and watch those games yeah, it's without, absolutely yeah. a, a game um i played the first episode of the game of thrones one and i want to get back to it but it got just as brutal as the tv show i'm like <laughs> oh that ended harshly it was, <laughs> it was like all right this is what's going on now. I guess I'll get to this later. I don't trust anything going on right now. <laughs>
1: like, pretty
0: sure were I might you, get killed while I'm playing were it. Were you
1: walking through Gardens of Betrayal a lot? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was, yeah.
0: it was rough stuff.
1: Um, I'll tell people this that that aren't gamers. Like, uh, if you have iPads, I, a lot of iPads run those Telltale games.
0: Yeah, and like you don't have to be a game. Like, quote, I i, I mean, you don't I, have to I, do. I, I hate the term gamer anymore. It's a lot of point like, and click. But it's the experience, it's interactive, yeah. and like even if you don't sit there and play like console video games, the Telltale stuff is really good and engrossing. Wolf Among Us, I didn't play it, but I watched a lot of it because it was just another one of those ones you could sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. The world was cool, the soundtrack was killer. Um, it was just They have a good way of capturing the essence of what they're doing. Like, Did you ever play the Strong Bad games that they put out? No. Hysterical, like yeah. totally. It felt like watching Strong Bad. Like it was so good. So, and I don't know how Telltale carved out a niche of just making games where you get to play stories, but they just do it really well. They do it really, yeah. really well.
1: Yeah. So, um, so yeah. look forward to those. So that's it for news,
0: <laughs> and we're done with news. That's true. yeah. That's it.
1: That's all I got. I could go find more, but so
0: uh, are you? What did you want to get on your soapbox and talk about some comics? We'll get right
1: on soapbox a little bit.
0: No, maybe not. Soapbox. It's it's, it's coming. The soapbox is being delivered.
1: That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. We get uh, had a trailer for the soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I, a foreshadowing. God, I've slowly been working through like my comics. Like you have no idea. It's funny. I like sat down. The other day I was. Oh no! What? What's that? Everything's free. How do you keep hitting the Black Friday button? Why'd you keep it on there? I didn't mean to. So now you got to tell us about whatever Black Fridays you got going on.
0: Oh well, I mean, I got Destiny: The Taken King for thirty five dollars. Oh, the other thing I got too. Best Buy had it. uh, Doorbuster Jurassic World Blu-ray combo pack ten dollars. No, that's not bad. I ten ten bucks. Yeah, I grabbed it. They also had Inside Out, and that was all sold out by the time I got there. This
1: is a combo pack. It's a DVD and Blu Ray. Yeah, what and, do you need and digital. Both for.
0: I don't know. I don't know why you need that anymore. But like my copy of Jurassic World, I'm keeping the Blu Ray, and I'm gifting the DVD to somebody. I'm not oh. doing it as like, oh, I bought this for you. It's did more you get like, any? You...
1: Did you get any copies of Tomorrowland?
0: <laughs> I um I went to go buy one, but someone already bought one, so they got all copies of Tomorrowland. <laughs>
1: they were loading their truck up with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. that guy beat me.
0: Yeah. Um, no, Uh, I I, I was slowed down from my, uh, fish fish tank full of potatoes I ate earlier.
1: (laughs) I got, uh, no, I've, I've been slowly, slowly working through my comics. Um, and it's, I, it's funny because I usually used to go like once a week. Now I go every two weeks and, and they just kind of like stockpile. So I'm like, you know, instead of doing one every week, I kind of like binge. Yeah. So, but like, my binging got backed up. So now I just have so many. But Marvel rebooted, uh, their, um, their universe as you know with like secret wars which oh my god is not finished yet. And and uh, <laughs> let me tell you but the like other
0: books are going on though. So yeah. other books are launching now.
1: So, this all new all different Marvel
0: stories are starting now in the aftermath of secret wars but secret wars itself is not finished. So
1: yeah, I don't know if this is going to make all the DC fans really happy that I'm going to gripe about Marvel. Don't worry, DC, your griping's coming. <laughs> yeah, but but like se- <laughs> Secret Wars, Secret Wars eight or nine has been pushed back to January. Keep in mind this event started in May. Wow, and typically these events only run like three months. So the
0: secret of the war is that you don't know what You don't know. You don't know. (laughs) It's like
1: a secret. We don't know. When's it going to end? I don't don't know. know. Um, So it's like, this is the second pushback they've done. I have no clue what's going on with the pushback, if they're doing revisions. (laughs) Um, I did read the latest one, and it was kind of a little lackluster. Um, It it required a lot of knowledge of some of the tie-ins which i was kind of disappointed about because there was things going on and i'm just like this doesn't make any sense and then you know they have like some big culmination at the end which was kind of cool but at the same time i'm like
0: okay that's unfortunate because i know you had a lot of the spider-verse stuff going on with the spider-man series
1: spider-verse was pretty
0: but i and i read some of the stuff that you had where i read the main books that you had yeah and then some of the ancillary books where it kind of referenced the other books but didn't directly so you could read the spider verse like main story and still get everything and i'd much rather have like a big event have if you if you can't buy all the books give me the story in one in one run
1: i feel like and i'm almost ready to just stop reading secret wars until i get all nine issues and it's just like i don't know so anyway the secret wars obviously was over and the worlds rebooted and came together um like so far i've you know i've read amazing spider-man because i i love spider-man and i'm on the fence about it i still like dan slot writing amazing spider-man um but they've taken spider-man and they basically made him the new tony stark which is kind of weird to me because like one of the key things and we've talked about this before is how he's always struggled he's always down on his luck with money it's part of his character he's an underdog and then all of a sudden he's now like he has parker industries and mm-hmm. he's got tons of money you know it's a global company
0: by the way how many different tech companies are there in the marvel universe there's a lot because if you think it's like there's almost more in the marvel universe than there are in real life yeah because every hero has industry and villains too yeah like just like with ant-man it's like oh pym tech
1: pym tech Great! Never Stark, heard of it before until now. Stark Industries, yeah. Hammer Industries. Uh, you've got now Parker Industries. A lot of industries. Yeah, a lot of uh, games <laughs> There. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think who else. There's a lot of there's a lot of companies. It just
0: feels like that's your go to. It's like how are we going to make up money. Always a tech mogul. Yeah, and <sighs> like
1: yeah, well yeah, they'll make up they'll make up companies for tech moguls and stuff like that. Like, um, uh, th- I think one of the new villains has like a completely new company too. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Spider Man has all this money. Uh, he he bought the Baxter Building, <laughs> um, so he has he's the, the the headquarters there is the Baxter Building, which the Human Torch was not too happy about. But he did pay a nice homage to the Fantastic Four, so yeah, um,
0: by keeping them on, like just like, hey, you no, guys no, really hang he's out. got yeah. he's
1: got a nice memorial thing. It's kind of cool.
0: It's like you guys
1: can't carry a movie, get out of this
0: yeah, building. You're <laughs> evicted.
1: But I, I just, I don't know if I like the uh, the super rich Peter Parker. It's kind of weird.
0: Well, you know what? They're. It, it's, I'm going to guess that they're going to go along for that for like six months, and then find a way to pull the rug out from under him and make him start back and like crashes rolled around Hopefully. him because Spider-Man's all about breaking everything down and to the point to where he can't go any further and then finding a way to fight through. I mean, right. I love it. I love Spider-Man. Like, like, I don't know. He is my favorite character. I, I don't know. Something about like, they've always grounded him in reality
1: in the sense of like, he's a kid with problems. So they're going to give him problems. Right. Um. Um, the other thing I started reading Deadpool, uh, which I love Deadpool. The humor is still there, which I love. Um, like Deadpool does not stop being funny. Uh, I can't remember if I told you or I told um, one of my other friends, but there was a joke that I, I actually had to put the comic down because I was kind of laughing so hard. I didn't know about this. Um, so <laughs> there's uh, Deadpool's doing an interview with George Stephanopoulos in the comic <laughs> because Deadpool's become like this like uh, super famous type superhero who does like all these interviews. He's got merchandising and toys, and he's got like a, a, a group of um, mercenaries who look like him. They dress like him, and you're, they're like these mercenaries for hire. And which does piss off Luke Cage <laughs> and, uh, because of heroes for hire piss off Batman. But um, the, uh, Deadpool's also on in <laughs> Avengers, and just George Stephanopoulos asks him. He's like, he's like, so some people have said that your your membership as part of uh the avengers the uncanny avengers has tarnished somewhat of the reputation of the team he's like well, how do you feel about that he's like george first thing i want to tell you is i would never take that away from hawkeye and i just started losing (laughs) (laughs) like like just like without a beat like a good hawkeye burn and i had to put like the comic down because it's just like oh my gosh that's funny so um that has it going for but i said i don't like the sellout deadpool like they do a little little nod to his wife and I I don't know if they're still together or they're broken up but she was she was pretty pissed she's always pissed at him but she was pretty pissed that his character has kind of changed so it's kind of weird
0: well I I made the joke to to Joe earlier that I said that Spider-Man and Deadpool are just walking around with all that Disney money now like they're just just, they're just stacked to the gills with all the Disney movie money so they're they're spending it that's what they're doing
1: so, yeah, but there's that. And then I'm looking to jump into it. I do want to read the all new Wolverine because X-23 is, is uh, Wolverine now. Okay. Um, and then what um, about Venom Space Knight? Are you going to check? That I out? have that. I have that to pick up. I haven't read it. Um, and the Guardians isn't too bad. Like I started reading the all new Guardians of the Galaxy where mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rocket is the team leader now. And Kitty Pride is Star Lord. So, huh? well, sh- they, prior to the, the the reboot and everything, they yeah. were dating. Oh, yeah, that's so, true. And, then, and Star-Lord's got his own book, and so does Drax.
0: You know, and I think maybe, I know we go Marvel-heavy a lot, because, I mean, we haven't even talked about Jessica Jones. Joe, Joe finished it, and I want to talk about it sometime, maybe later, because um, that was really good. And now I say Jessica Jones was... Uh, the best companion for the doctor ever but that's just my opinion uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh i feel like having a discussion about the all new different uh, all new all different marvel and how they keep um resetting characters and making a little bit more of a wider scope of i definitely
1: want to talk yeah. about that because uh, and i want to read
0: some of the stuff that you have too and i just haven't had a chance to read yeah about.
1: like yeah. amadeus cho just released they just released totally awesome incredible or totally awesome hulk yeah. which amadeus cho is now the hulk who's uh if anybody knows who Amadeus Cho is, he is a character from the Marvel Universe who's like, he's a super smart character. Had a mix of some powers, kind of Tony Stark level genius intellect. His sister was actually the character in Age of Ultron. Who is the doctor that oh, kind of built put together Vision. everything? Okay. Yeah. The, so if you heard him talk about Dr. Cho, that's his sister. Oh, okay. So Amadeus Cho's now the Green Incredible Hawk, or I don't want to say it, totally awesome Hawk. Totally awesome. Totally awesome Hawk. Um, Radical but, Hulk. But uh, the guy who's writing it, I think his name's Greg Peck. He, He's written Hawk for a long yeah, time. He yeah, he wrote Hawk for a long time. So it's in really good hands because he wrote World War Hawk um, and a few other things. I think he wrote. Um, Oh, God, what's the one with Maestro? I think he wrote that, too.
0: Oh, I just yeah. know that, like, when you think of Hulk writing, you think of Greg Pak, and you think of um, uh, Peter David. Those yeah. are, like, the two big guys. So, you know, so. it's
1: in good hands, but uh, the Hulk is is definitely shaken up, um, but that's another thing to talk about. Like, yeah, I just want to talk, talk about,
0: about, like, how Marvel's approaching diversity differently. They are than, a lot. Like, and that's not a bad thing. It's, now, just, it's just different. Right, because you know, now the Hulk... All and new and all different. Been, yeah. yeah. So...
1: Um, but that's, that's about enough for comics, but I just wanted to get that out there that I finally got off my ass and started, started reading my comics. You you
0: got off your ass and then got on your ass and read some comics. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and now for our feature presentation.
0: So the feature presentation is usually what happens after the trailers, but we're going to talk about trailers and specifically we're just talking a lot about a lot of marvel um Batman versus Superman trailer dropped yesterday and i like to say dropped because it makes me sound hip and cool which i don't know i got a new trailer dropping yeah, on it's dropping it's dropping so hot yeah um on the late night show and um there's some mixed reactions to this trailer so to to reset a little bit also like a week before and we talked about last week uh, the marvel uh, Captain War. America Civil War trailer came out and that all seemed pretty positive Batman vs. Superman trailer, not so positive.
1: Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the simple fact that you got to see more of the movie. Um, I I liked seeing Batman and Superman in action more again and and Wonder Woman. Um, She stands there. That's all she did. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of wondering why they didn't give her any dialogue in the trailer. That was weird. But anyway, um, the... um, the thing I did like is I was trying was try the biggest thing I was trying to pull away, like I was paying really close attention was was trying to pull away uh, Ben Affleck as Batman and Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. Which I kind I was liking. Like somebody I found a, a picture on online and it was um, from the animated series Batman and, he, and you know, so he's doing that little Batman smirk, like Okay, you know, the, the Bruce like Wayne, like a little little, little upward turn on the one side of his yeah. mouth. Yeah. And then somebody put a picture of Affleck talking to to Clark Kent at the 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 beginning of the trailer yeah. and he makes that little smirk and I was like, Oh, I see. You yeah. did there i'm like okay that's cool but that's what i was really kind of trying to pay attention to was i was trying to get a grasp for how he was going to do batman and i kind of liked it
0: yeah i just i feel like and i guess this isn't what i was really wanting to get into but it's more about like perception and reality but i feel like i i I never disliked cavill superman i was actually
1: cavill superman's pretty good
0: yeah I, i mean i thought I think Ralph was really good as Superman. I just don't think that was a good movie for him to be in. You know, in terms of like I don't think the movie around him was that great. I think Ralph was a good Superman. I think Kevin Spacey was a good um Luther, L- Luther but the movie itself wasn't that great. Anyway, <laughs> I agree. With I'm, you. I'm glad Ralph is the Atom, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm glad he and, found and his way back in there. Be, I think he's a good actor
1: yeah. and and I know he's he's got some good nerd in him. I yeah. know he plays uh he he played World of Warcraft or he still does well, for a the, while.
0: He's been three heroes. He's been Superman. He's been um Todd and uh I guess he wasn't a hero, but in, um, Scott Pilgrim, yeah, he was the, the super vegan, vegan the super and then vegan. he's the Adam, So like he he definitely likes what he does, yeah. right? So I mean he gets paid to do it, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I think he's like, like
1: a like him and Zachary Levi are like that actor status where they're like they totally would go to a con even though they're like yeah, they're actors right. and they're like hey you should come play a, a fight or a, not him but um, God, Fendall, yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's like sure i'll go do that that's fine if, i'll 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 be that guy that's recast from the first thor to the second thor
1: no one will notice well he was originally cast as him in the first thor but because he was still doing chuck they he had to bob out of oh it. i didn't know that yeah and oh, then okay. and then when chuck wrapped up they they were like hey we really liked you in that cast and come on back oh well there so i learned
0: something but uh so anyway like i like the main principles like you know you got Affleck, you got cavill i think those are fine i think jesse eisenberg I don't know how I feel about this um, character. I'm um, just
1: yeah, Eisenberg, I'm really waiting to see the movie to kind of like yeah. actually pass final judgment cuz everything in the trailer so far I'm like ah like Yeah.
0: Just it totally feels weird because It's a different everything Lex is so Luthor. serious and he's goofy and yeah. it's like very like
1: Are you I, trying to be the Joker? Are you, are you uh, trying to be
0: are you trying to be Jim Carrey as the Riddler? Right, like, so yeah. uh, but the the point I'm making is like the people are are freaking out over a two minute trailer for a movie that's not out till the summer. Right. Right. And it's not the first time this has happened. Not going to be the last time this has happened. Um, even though I've not been completely on board with the Batman Superman idea as a movie, because I feel like DC's rushing it. If they had put out a trailer that was really good, I'd be like, okay, fine. All, all that aside, I'm interested. This didn't do it for me. Civil war. I've liked, I liked winter soldier a lot. Civil War, I'm on board for. Right. Like, And it, it doesn't even give you the whole story there either. You know, there's something going on. Well, there's sides being picked. That's all you really know.
1: Well, when I watched all the trailers, it's like, you know, you, you look at some of the comments and the internet buzz around the two trailers, and like I told you, it was like people people who saw the Civil War trailer were like, they were like, kind of shocked, and it was like, I have to pick a side now. And they're like, I love both these characters, or I love this character more than this character. And it's like, why are they fighting? They were angry about it. They were like, oh my gosh, it was an actual Civil War. Whereas with Batman versus Superman, nobody's going, oh, I have to choose between Batman or Superman. I don't know who to pick. Yeah, You know? So... I, I just feel like that if between the uh the two trailers of the fighting superheroes, like Marvel is winning in this because of just a lot of the people's comments that I've seen, you know, are, are and 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 some of the people that have read the comics are really really jazzed about it, yeah. And the people who are just movie fans, they're completely torn. They don't know what to think yeah, of this,
0: yeah. And and, and yeah. um, but you think about it like. Captain America had two movies. Iron Man had three. Mm-hmm. They've had two Avengers movies together.
1: So this is something that's being earned. You I know? can't and, think. And, and it's crazy. I I can't think of any movie other than maybe some cartoon movies that they've just kept going in different series where yeah. they've had the same characters popping up and working together. There's, there's five movies. You know? Yeah.
0: So. Like I, I, it's it's kind of. I mean, I'm sure someone out there can prove me wrong, but it's kind of unprecedented in that sense. Yeah. Where like mainstream wise, right? But so those are two trailers that are very different in in terms of like reception. And then like the other one that you have, because I mean, Star Wars is coming out very soon. The final trailer that was put out for that. We talked about it like recently too. Doesn't tell you, flipping thing about the movie no. and people are like over the moon about it and i'm i'm okay with it like i on on, like, on my own facebook page today i put the question out there hey um what are trailers that you like you don't like once i set you up for like enjoying a movie and some that set you up uh you know like hey you know, this is a mis- misdirect one of the comments was i like i wish trailers would just tell me what the movies are about yeah i agree with that but at the same time it's like i don't want everything spelled out necessarily. And I think star Wars is one of those ones where I'm avoiding the TV spots. I'm avoiding any other information about it because this would be the first time in my life that I've had, um, an unknown star Wars experience. And I'm trying to keep that as pretty much as close as intact as possible.
1: What, uh, what about Phantom Menace though? Or whatever all those were, um, you how knew, how did how did you feel when that came out? I
0: was excited. I was excited. I remember. I remember seeing the trailer Phantom Menace, and you have a good story about that. Yeah, I went and um, saw
1: the Phantom Menace trailer. This was the first time I actually went to a movie to see a trailer because yeah. I've always been a huge Star Wars fan. And like when I when I heard the trailer was getting released, I remember that they were releasing it with like some movie I would never go see <laughs> in the theater. I want to say it was like uh, Will Smith's Enemy of the State.
0: Oh, that was actually, and it bad wasn't movie.
1: a bad movie. I don't remember the trailer for that, though. But more, yeah, but I mean, no, like there wasn't a bad yeah. movie. But I went and saw that strictly to go see the Star Wars trailer. And, and there
0: was a problem at the time because um, people were wondering if um, box offices were being inflated because of Star Wars trailers as opposed to the movie itself.
1: Well, I when I went and saw it, me and my buddy uh, who went to Kent at the time, we went down there. Uh, Where I went down there to hang out with him for the weekend, and I was like, hey, you know the Star Wars trailer is attached to this movie. Do you want to go see it? He's like, hell yeah, I want to go see it. So, like, we went and saw it, and I remember, like, people started clapping when that that green Lucasfilm LTD, like, popped up and shimmered, and then it got silent, and you had, like, the... At the time, it was the mists where the Gungans were walking through the mist, and the, yeah. you know the the French horn hits, and everybody just kind of swells and and I remember watching that trailer, and it was just like whoa! And the, after the trailer was over, there was probably like four or five people that got up and left the theater. Yeah. So it was it was like that was kind of like the first time I realized like whoa! Trailers are becoming more more of a thing, especially. And I think it's funny that Star Wars kind of helped usher that in. That,
0: yeah, I mean trailers. I mean, like you're, you're thinking that's also. It's that was um, right at the very edge of the like modern internet. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, in the sense that like people knew about it. There was, obviously you had like email and all that good stuff, but not the same communication and connectivity as you do now or access. So that was a big deal because people had to like, be like, oh, it's coming to the theater. I'm going to go see that. Right. Now it's more like, They know they're announcing, they're announcing on Jimmy Kimmel and they're dropping it. It's going on YouTube and people see it. But you're asking about my excitement for that stuff when I saw the the trailers. Yeah, I was excited, but there was always that sense of like, I know what's going to happen to this kid. Right. And that always kind of colored everything where it's like, just get me to the third one when the whole full on Vader happens. And that didn't even really even happen for any of the movie for any significant period of time. Not that I was cheering for the bad guy, but it's like, I always have a problem with. If I know ultimately where some of the major characters are going to end up, the rest of it feels kind of like, well, I'm wasting my time. Yeah. And so for that, it was still exciting because at that, that time, whenever Phantom Menace trailer came out, um, I, you know, what was it? I was in college. I think I was a freshman in college and that movie came out. I, um, I thought maybe this would be my last chance to see Star Wars, like new Star Wars in the theater. So I was excited for that opportunity, but not... Right. Like the the trailer was was good because you had no idea, and the the name itself was purposely vague, and I mean it makes sense now. It's still still not the best name for a movie.
1: (laughs) Even a lot of I remember even when I heard we'll talk about that soon too. Uh, Yeah, next week's gonna be Star Wars cast. I promise. The the, but I remember reading an article. I remember before it came out, it's like people were talking about people were buying tickets just to go to the movies to watch this Star Wars trailer, and. Now it's like we do have the internet, so we don't have to do that. But I mean, would we still be doing that if, like, you know, the Black Man Superman trailer was was not they on the internet? They still kind
0: of do that, though, right? So remember, um, that whenever the the final Star Wars Force Awakens trailer was, it was going to be attached to whatever I figure what they're announcing, right? And everyone's like, oh, I'm going to go see that. Now they're, uh, someone's stating that the rumor is that, um, there's going to be a Days of Future, not Days of Future Past, um, the newest X-Men apocalypse movie Mm -hmm. is going to be the trailer for that's going to be in front of star Wars. Okay. So people are excited for that, but that's not the reason to go, but that's like, that's Fox being like, Hey, we're going to buy time and put this in front. Cause remember they had Watchmen in front of the dark Knight. Right. And that was like, I mean, that was still Warner Brothers. Right. Or no, it, they had yeah, something no. like that. There was another one too where, no, Superman, Man of Steel was in front of a Marvel movie too. Like no. they ended up buying something in front of what, like Iron Man 2, I think it was. So, I mean, they, they know to get something in front of a similar audience. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, um, I can't think of a time where I was excited just to go see a trailer, like to be like, I'm going to go pay $10 to go watch two minutes and leave, you know? But, um, that was a big deal. And, um, I, I was reading about like, and ultimately with this Batman Superman trailer, it's left me lukewarm. It's left me more on the side of tepid than it is excited for this. And it makes me think about people's overall reaction to trailers. And I was asking Joe for the show, not, not to rhyme that on, on purpose, but, um, are there trailers that really had like stoked you to be like, I, you know what? I did not know what this movie was. I want to see it now. And, um, um and I asked some people on Facebook about that today too. And it's like, uh, civil war they brought up. Um, I mentioned, because I remember how much I watched it over and over again, it wasn't the full trailer, it was the teaser for Tron Legacy. I lost my mind. I I remember watching that one just a little
1: loop. I was really excited for that movie. Um, I don't think there's a lot of movies that I've seen that I didn't know what they were about when I saw it, and I was just like, ah. Like... Like, 300 um, is probably one of them. Yes, like 300 is a good trailer. 300, I didn't, the I didn't know. The rock guitar anything. is a little aged now, but that trailer is still solid. It Well, the visuals yes. and everything yes. is, is just, you know, like amazing. It so. didn't tell
0: you the whole story, but you got the visual flair. Right. You got some sweet slow motion. You got some Gerard Butler being a badass, mm-hmm. and that's all you needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 300 was definitely one of those trailers I didn't know anything about, and I was just like, where did this come from? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, I'm totally going to see that.
0: Well, remember the trailer for the gray? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's one. I that thought I, I, brought, I like, thought I thought we talked about that before. I think
0: we have, but I mean the whole like, oh, this is going to be Liam Neeson Wolf Puncher, and it's like, yeah, that's and, the
1: last part of the movie, literally. Yeah,
0: which I mean, if people if you haven't seen The Gray, uh, still watch it because it's a hell of a movie. It's a good movie. That trailer does not give you no. the tone of what that movie that, really is. That
1: that was a good example of a deceptive trailer because like you know he's got the the Wolverine bottle glove uh, <laughs> like broken bottles broken like. He what took is, like it
0: was like the little sample like bottles of liquor that he yeah, takes to his hands to get break the off plane. the
1: stems. He breaks the yeah, you break off the stems and then he, you basically have just jagged glass in between you're, your
0: hands. You're like homeless alcoholic Wolverine. Yeah.
1: and he's, Hobo he's like Wolverine about to fight the alpha wolf and then the credits roll but that's how the trailer ends. Yeah. Like cuz you're just like what's going to happen next? And yeah. I'm like some bitches tricked me cuz they don't tell you what's next. Yep. And another I remember like do you remember the
0: the trailer For the first Mission Impossible, the Brian De Palma, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. I don't remember the
1: trailer though. There was a
0: big thing at the very he gets thrown like onto the train, and there's an explosion with the helicopter, and then that helicopter rotor blade comes right to the edge of his neck and then the trailer stops. Uh, That's the last action sequence in that movie. And he lives. And that's the way that's the how the whole thing kind of wraps up. And I'm like, you're going to show me that last bit. So that's, I remember watching the movie at the time being like, where's the helicopter? You're, you're kidding me. I got to wait till the end of the
1: movie to see the oh, helicopter. See, I know what's going to happen. That's the thing, too. Like, I pay attention to the trailers now to when I watch movies, and if they give me a lot of stuff from Act 3, I'm pissed. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of a movie that did that recently. Um, I'm really glad that, that uh, Age of Ultron didn't. It was misleading in the sense that it, it hinted
0: at being a much darker-toned film with Ultron himself. Yeah, And like with him sitting on that, like that, that throne, but that seat being like, hope, I'll take that away from them first. It's like he was painted as a much more brooding, dark Ultron. And not that I'm saying that the movie, like what we ended up getting wasn't bad. It's just that you're, you're giving me, you're showing me this is the Empire Strikes Back of this, of this franchise. And it really wasn't.
1: You know, I feel like Civil War's yeah. gonna be that though. I don't I don't like to think of second movies to be The Empire Strikes Back. I, the movie. I know, but I mean what else can you equate it to though? Yeah, but the second movie shouldn't always be like this one's gonna be better than the first. Like there's <laughs> so few movies that are gonna be like that. I never expect that from a sequel. If I am, it's a delight surprise. You know, yeah, but um, like there's a lot of I think there's more misleading trailers than trailers that you see and you're like, oh, I'm going to check that out. This was a lot better than I thought it was going to be.
0: Well, it's <laughs> and so to get to get to that. So I was reading about the history of trailers because to me, that's fascinating. I'll go to Wikipedia and fall down a, a knowledge hole I'm like oh, I'll read all about this. So trailers were first introduced um, in movie houses and they're played after the feature films. And that's why they're called trailers because they were trailing. Hmm. And then film, uh, like movie house owners realized that wasn't really effective because people would just leave. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't see what was coming. But what they originally, what happened before the first known trailer, like the major one, was there was a play in, in New York that was in like pre production and they were doing like rehearsals. And someone that happened to be in conjunction with the movie house is like, I'm going to film some of these rehearsals and take some of the scenes and tell everybody, hey, we're doing this play coming up soon. And that ended up like driving people towards it because a new play at the time that no one had actually seen is a real hard thing to sell because no one's seen it before. And that ended up like sparking people saying, this is something that you've never been able to do before. And that kind of became a thing at that point. So then you go forward and a lot of trailers were like, just like title cards with like stock footage to get people interested. But I think of the psycho trailer and i know i told you about it but you, didn't, I don't, you can you guys can find online it's 6 minutes long and it's alfred hitchcock the director of the movie walking through the set describing the events of the film to get people stoked for it mm-hmm. and it's and it's really effective and cuz alfred hitchcock was really good at selling alfred hitchcock and it was very different at the time and then it's just i don't know it's really interesting to me to see how um how studios were trying their best To be like, you should come check this out and how it evolved over time. And now it feels like you have to have, every trailer has to have Hans Zimmer loud noises in it. Yeah. And it has to be very serious and very just like- We talked
1: about- Audio assault- uh, like movies just, you know, yeah, like the assault on the senses. There's a lot of movie trailers that they get thrown out and you're just like, whoa, like I can think of, like I was talking about 41 Ronin. Yeah. Um, I heard like when, I didn't even watch it because it got really, really bad reviews and I talked to somebody who went and saw it and they're like, they literally show you everything in the trailer. Like, you don't need to watch anything else for it. Hmm. Um, I know one movie that I went and saw, like, I went and saw Sucker Punch because the trailer looked yeah. ridiculously good. Yeah. That,
0: that's what I forgot about. You're, wow. It's funny that we keep bringing up... Zack um, oh, Snyder. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, well, 300 did good. Yeah, it did. But, yeah, Sucker Punch, just visually, like, whoa. But then, like, when you got there, it was just kind of like, uh, yeah, not as much... And um, I'm trying to think what else. There's there's always a couple where you're just kind of like, this is just exploding, the, the, exploding. Remember
0: the Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates? Do you remember that? Yeah, Basically. that, I remember The trailer that. was interesting. The, the trailer was a lot
1: more interesting yeah. than the movie because I remember watching the movie and it had an interesting concept, but I was just not as excited as it was for the for the trailer.
0: Yeah, well, and like another one, like we, I, I, we watched um, before we started tonight, like I was just watching trailer after trailer after trailer. And it was like, it got me excited for certain movies again. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of want to watch that again. But it's like the trailer for Inception, really gave you the big set piece like yeah. what is going on moments it, and it, and it but well, it didn't do it in a way in which it made sense
1: it, 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 and the trailer for inception gave you a like a scope of what you were going to get dealt but mm. then at the same time it it didn't answer any questions for you it made you want to go find them out yes you wanted to know you know why is that horn going off all the time and, <laughs> and you're like <laughs> and now then it, people it, floating in a hotel and room. it made you want to know why the city was rolling up and stuff like yeah. that you know it, it was it was great and i mean the movie is great so yeah
0: and i think that that's um i think you hit the nail on the head there where i want a trailer that Leaves me asking, like, well, what's going to happen next? Like, uh, um, and I'm sure as we get closer to the end of the year here, we're going to talk about like best stuff stuff. And there was an article about how, critically speaking, Mad Max Fury Road has like been like the best reviewed movie of the year, and that trailer is really good. And it just, even though when you get down to it, it's two hours of being chased around on stuff and things yeah. blowing up. It's like the trailer shows you that, but it's still like I got to see more of that, and it's mm-hmm. really really good. Um, I uh, other, other movies people mentioned. Um, that put they were on the fence about, and it was funny because like one of the movies, like the Warcraft film, one of one of the people mentioned to me that that showed proof of concept of the orcs. So like I'm on board, and then another friend of mine was like. They didn't look great. Like we've been 15 years removed since we of the Rings. I don't want to see this now. And it was like really interesting how right how certain,
1: like some people were excited. Some people were like, nope. Yeah, certain movies if they're if they're not ground if they're not breaking ground with special effects, people will dismiss it. Yeah, they're like I already seen that Transformers ruined me. I don't care about anything that's robotic that's CGI. Yeah, like, the first Transformers trailer was pretty good too. And then Transformers yeah. definitely. I think the movie delivered more than the trailer like the first one yeah. the first one yeah um after that it was just meh yeah you know but um that i remember being really excited for transformers and it delivered um it's always nice to be excited for something and then it delivers because a lot of times i'll see trailers and i'll just be like i'll in my mind i'll be super hyped and then like what what actually comes out i'm just kind of like it wasn't terrible but yeah. the trailer was so much better and they do that on purpose because it's like that that uh that 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 microverse of two minutes of of you just saw something and it blew your mind yeah and then you're sitting there for two hours and i'm like (laughs) i need my mind blown for the rest of these two hours if
0: you have if you have a project that's like not maybe the best you you can pull out two minutes and make it like seem like i well Except for Fantastic Four. Like, other than the thing dropping from, like, you know, the, the ship, which I guess wasn't even really in the movie, that yeah, whole I heard sequence. Yeah, wasn't in the movie. Which, I mean, again, that trailers are also guilty of because they're made in advance of showing things that aren't in the movie. And sometimes I think that's a good thing. Um, like, I think um, there was a lot of jokes in the Anchorman 2 trailer that weren't in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they did so many different takes. That it was like, well, let's just give them something that's funny, but it's not going to ruin the jokes that you
1: actually and get to see. I think yeah. comedies are really guilty of that, too. It's like telling all the jokes in the trailer because it's like yeah. they want to pull all the heavy laughs. And so they show you their, their you know, they they hit they throw their big punches in the trailer, yeah. which leaves the movie just being terrible.
0: I haven't seen a newer comedy in a while. Um,
1: you saw Trainwreck in the theater. Trainwreck, Trainwreck didn't deliver everything in the trailer, Good. which is why I enjoyed it a lot. Because, like, I went and saw it, and there were parts in the movie where I was... Just, they, first of all, they couldn't put him in the trailer. <laughs> they probably could have snuck him into a Red Band trailer. But Trainwreck, Trainwreck was really funny. I enjoyed Trainwreck a lot. Like, I think I um, uh, I think, I think if uh, anybody is a John Cena fan and they see Trainwreck, they'll totally see him in a different light. Because I, I, he, he didn't steal the show, but I think they did a really good job taking him and LeBron James and making them more of a character in that movie than just like some like like athlete cameo for yeah. like the boyfriend that's been dragged to the rom-com to watch. So but yeah. the trailer but that's a great example is like that movie trailer did not really give away like all the funny parts.
0: And then like we were also watching some trailers from like I think also trailers that Give you a taste of what the movie is, but actually ends up having nothing to do with the movie. Like, um, I know we sh- we just we watched the the trailer for The Shining, the teaser, where it was just the hallway yeah. and the, and the elevator, and it was just a slow reveal of this blood just pouring out it's like you got that as a hotel you got that there was blood all over that doesn't give you the full scope but it just tells you that things are not going to be right you know
1: it works it makes you want to watch more i think the shining the shining trailer is a great example because i mean like you you see you you watch this trailer and all it all it is is it's credits in a hallway and you don't know what to expect but you're you're slightly uncomfortable because of the music and then the blood just hits and It doesn't tell you anything, but it tells you that the movie that you're going to watch is going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's it does its job. And I think that's like a great... I wish people would be more, I guess you'd say... Open, yeah. I would say like more artful with their trailers. Oh, I thought you
0: meant like the general public. Yeah, I wish there was more of a like accepting of
1: the experience being presented as opposed to, mm-hmm. I got to know what it is. And, like, like we talked we watched the uh, the Incredibles teaser trailer. Yeah, we did, yeah. Like, Incredibles yeah. came out in 2004, but I remember seeing the first trailer the year before because I know Pixar would, like, throw little teaser trailers out, like, way ahead of time. Like, we've got the Finding Nemo teaser trailer, Finding Nemo 2 teaser trailer already. Yeah. You know, and that's out for a while. But the first Incredibles teaser trailer like we were watching it and i was cracking up again because and that's not even in the movie nope like the the teaser trailer the joke
0: is because they kind of they come back to him being older and out of shape at one point because they're trying to put him in that express Mm -hmm. tube to fire him off to a mission yeah but that's the only time they make that joke as opposed to the but this was like him trying to put on a super suit and a belt yeah and it was really funny
1: literally mr incredible fights with his belt in this teaser trailer the whole time for like maybe, like, like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And it's just hilarious watching him struggle with this belt.
0: Well, it's, like, even, like, the Ice Age movies with Skritt. Like, I yeah. think he's way funnier than anything else in those movies. Well, yeah. And they give you a trailer of him just chasing an acorn, the, the squ- and that's a lot yeah. more
1: fun. The squirrel is the same thing as the minions. Yeah. Like, the minions were, were not the main uh, character of Despicable Me. But whenever the minions were on the screen, you were usually cracking up.
0: Yeah, and so, like, the trailers worked for that. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I think... It's tough because, like, the way trailers are – and I, I, not that I'm an expert. I mean, you watch them a lot, right? But I'm not an expert in the sense that, like, I don't know the actual breakdown of them. But I know that they also try to accomplish the same – things that a movie does where you have three acts. Right. So you kind of always want to kind of give a little bit what the movie is and then show like one of the marquee scenes. And then at the end you got to give them like something to be like, okay, this is what makes Boom. you wonder what's going to happen next. Yeah. They, like and, the
1: explosion at the end. Yeah. to Just finally just pull you right in.
0: Yeah. And it's like, and I feel like, I feel like making a good movie trailer is an art form. And I think it's an undervalued one. Cause I think if you just put something out there with something flashy, people will want to see it,
1: but it doesn't have the same resonance. I'd like to see. I know. I know a lot of movie trailers do rely on showing people parts of the movie, but I feel like if it's like an unknown property, like let's say somebody comes up with like a new horror movie or a new comedy. Remember like, the
0: trail for Blair Witch.
1: I don't remember the was, trailer, but I heard all that was a about like just good...
0: the, the surrounding like news like about these missing te- missing people, right? And it was like it just and you just didn't like it didn't give you a whole lot so, about
1: the movie itself. Well, I guess like for horror movies that works really well, but just think of a comedy like yeah. like there's there's funny things that you can show that would kind of make you laugh, and then if you get the gist of it, like you know, like that would kind of like I would like to see like if they did that with a Hangover, yeah. So like the Hangover came out of nowhere, and we talked about this because you. You were like, ah, there were a couple jokes I laughed at about The Hangover. I thought the first Hangover was hilarious. Um, I think
0: I'm, like, the one person that doesn't really like that movie. I mean, the, no. the
1: second the second and third one, I will admit, it's kind of like they're just trying to keep that ball rolling and it wasn't as funny. Um, but, like, I feel like if they, in the trick because we watched the trailer of The Hangover, which it did tell a little bit of the story. Mm-hmm. But I think if they hadn't used any of the characters and maybe just, like, kind of had certain things or certain background elements of like something that just goes wrong in Vegas or just like, even if it was a slow pan of the
0: room, like the aftermath of the exactly. morning, just a slow pan of them waking up and you see the tiger, you see a baby and it's like, and like there maybe there's some photos of them with him and the best man and it's like, you start to figure out like we're seeing what's going on after
1: it's kind of it, a piece it, like, together. It would
0: have been like a little, like two minute, like spot of like what, we don't know what's going on, but something crazy has happened. Like mm-hmm. I think would be what way more, um, I, just not interesting, but you'd have my attention at that point, yeah. you know, but, I, but it's interesting because it's just like and I, people go on YouTube. There's a ton of trailers there. Um, if there's ones that we haven't mentioned, please mid, like, tell us on our Facebook page, invading podcast, uh, our Twitter yeah. and uh, invading podcast. Um, just or Gmail, like, because I know I put up, um, like on my own page, I had the Shining trailer. I mentioned a couple others. Someone, people mentioned Fight Club being the one that they felt was, uh, not representative of the movie itself. Final, and I agree. Yeah,
1: I barely remember the Fight Club trailer, it, and it, the movie it, is like.
0: You see some explosions and just a lot of fighting, and it's a lot of Brad Pitt saying, you know, we got to ramp this up and start a fight with a random stranger. I was like, is this just dudes just fighting each other? But then when the movie gets to the halfway point, it becomes a different movie. And, I mean, how do you do a trailer like that without giving it away, though? Right. And then I was also going back watching the Prometheus trailer, which... The Prometheus trailer makes me want to watch Prometheus again. Prometheus does not make me want to watch Prometheus again, <laughs> which is weird. I know, like, but it's like the trailer is like that's interesting. The movie's not, and I wanted the movie to be so good, but the trailer made me really excited. Um, and then I went back and watched the original Alien trailer. It's way better, you yeah, know. Like the original so, Alien trailer is pretty creepy. Yeah um so please tell us if there's trailers that you guys like if there's just
1: link them and share them on the page please just,
0: and i and i think i mean when it comes to batman versus superman you know there's another trailer that has to come eventually right there has to be one there's more. probably going
1: to be at least one more
0: it's probably going to probably be more inclusive of the rest of the justice league you think that you're going to see you'll probably get a um, little
1: aquaman um yeah Stephen amell stink sneak in it no <laughs> yeah, dude, he, won't. I, he won't he I, won't he they don't do that stuff they don't do anything.
0: The, the, the DC characters I'm in love with right now, they're not gonna put in that movie. Yeah,
1: you'll which, never you'll never have the so, CW characters you love. Here, here's this for you, DC people, real quick. I'm excited. I haven't watched
0: the newest arrow and Flash, the big crossover. That's supposed to be the launch into Legends of Tomorrow. I'm really excited for those. They're I want to so get amazing. caught up so I can watch that. Yeah. Like, did, you, I'm, did you hear there's rumors that uh they might actually bring Constantine into Legends of Tomorrow as a main character. Like oh, i be so member. happy.
1: I'm actually watching like I, I'm I'm at Arrow I'm at the episode the Constantine episode. Okay. And there's some parts I like and some parts I don't like. Yeah. But it's like always fun to like have him back. Like I think I like Matt Ryan playing Constantine. Yeah. Sorry. So
0: anyway, sorry, that's that's um. That's nothing to do with trailers.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, actually, so, no, they did do trailers for those, too. They did. That's the other thing, too, is now they're doing trailers they're for TV, TV shows. shows yeah. So, like...
0: Well, and then there's even trailers for video games. Like, yeah. Like, um, I didn't want to get into that a whole lot, but, like, effective trailers for video games. The original Gears of War trailer was badass with um the really slow down World. version of Mad World. Mm-hmm. That was really good. That doesn't... That, again, didn't really represent the game that well, but it was a good trailer. The Dead Island trailer is one of the best freaking trailers i've ever seen where it was all the reverse mm-hmm. that was really 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 good um so yeah i mean i think uh i think trailers have their place i think obviously they're there to pique your interest and i think the good ones can like and, and we were talking about tarantino the hateful Eight trailer doesn't tell you a damn thing about that
1: movie it doesn't
0: it, it tells you there's bad people and there's gonna be some double crossing and I'm, that's all you know and i'm I, excited, and I'm to I'm excited go see for that movie that.
1: yeah like i will talk about quentin yeah. tarantino later but yeah i'm 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 a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Yeah, It's the only time I'll be excited to see a western in the theater. Really?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I high would, high I'm western. I'm
1: dying for a good western again. Like the last good western that wasn't like like I like Django. Django was good. Django was good. So a lot of people didn't like Django. A that little, little
0: self indulgent, but that's Tarantino. But that, that's yeah. a, the whole other. Damn it, we'll talk about that later.
1: It's going to be I think the last good west like a and this isn't even an original western. pretend to Yuma. 310 Yuma. Yeah. yeah. So that was the last. <laughs> Woo, I was right. That was the last, and that was a remake. That was the last well, good Western. look up, uh, once we get out of here, look up Bone Tomahawk.
0: That just came out, limited release. Has Kurt Russell, him, and a group of people are going after like a, like a cannibalistic tribe of uh, Native Americans. Mm-hmm. It sounds messed up, but good. And also there's that, that uh, um, DiCaprio movie coming out, The Revenant. Is that a Western? Kind of. The
1: trailer doesn't make it look like a Western. It's like frontier survival. Like Eh. it's in the time. Okay. I like the spaghetti Western style type. Oh, I don't know. Okay, fine. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that.
0: That, That's a whole nother good topic. Anyway. So uh, to wrap it up here. uh, So last week we went through the Netflix wheel of death and Joe rolled a two. For both of us which ended <laughs> up on the movie Polly, which uh, we have to report back which <laughs> let me get this out the way right now
1: i didn't finish the damn bird movie okay <laughs> That's like,
0: so one of us did <laughs> one of us did one of us not joe did uh, I, it was, i watched it the was goddamn Gre- talking bird movie it was greedo so surprisingly i did not realize this was a dreamworks production and i actually had some money involved in a cast yeah. i just saw cheech marin on the cover art and i'm like well he'll do things like it's <laughs> cheech marin you know like <laughs> like i mean like He's in a lot of things,
1: right? It's just kind of cheap, it's Cheech Marin. The part where the, him and the bird go driving around in a weed car.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just they just go get get high. Televisions
1: made you know. out of weed. <laughs> like yeah.
0: Tommy Chong's the voice of the bird,
1: you know, yeah. whatever. Who was um, the voice of the bird? Did we figure that it out? It was Jay Moore. It was Jay Moore. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: you know, like Jay Moore clearly skyrocketing in his career with Polly. Being the voice of the bird and also in the movie, which I you didn't get all the way through, but you saw him in the movie. I saw him
1: in the movie when he was trying to buy the bird at the pawn shop. So
0: I read the trivia. There's not much. Okay. Um, and, and, the, and so the whole, the whole crux of this movie is, imagine Forrest Gump if he was a bird. Yeah. It's pretty much what this movie is, where it's a talking bird, goes through life helping people.
1: He isn't, he isn't the brightest, but he has some so insight. They don't... They don't, they, they don't I don't know. I didn't finish it. Did they explain how the <laughs> bird is able to be intelligent enough to hold a conversation? No. So pretty much this, this, this bird... Uh, finds the pepsi girl i don't know if anyone remembers the pepsi girl i was going to point that out yeah, yeah. The little, terrible little, actress by the way <laughs> little girl with dimples from the pepsi commercial way back in the day so the bird is given to the pepsi girl as a gift and she has a speech impediment and her parents are trying to help Should her you with say coke over and over again they just slap her <laughs> yes. they just slap her hard <laughs> coca-cola um <laughs> So they were gonna get her a polar bear, but that was way too dangerous. <laughs> uh, but they give her; they get, she gets this pet parrot. But then they're also trying to help her speech impediment, and she's going through all these uh, language learning, like flashcards, flashcards and stuff. So the bird just learns how to talk, literally, like yeah. have conversation
0: and sound like Joe Pesci, kinda. Yeah. But so not really. It's Jay that's, Moore.
1: that's how you get a, an, intel, an intelligent talking bird. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty much the gist of it. And then eventually, uh, the bird becomes a problem, and they get rid. The parents get rid of the bird, and and then the bird goes on this quest to get back together. Mm-hmm. With yeah. His. his, uh, his, uh, his so owner. Joe
0: thinks he doesn't know that it ends in like murder and mayhem because he didn't yeah. finish it. No. I was reading. So in, in the pawn shop, um, the owner of the bird that was Buddy Hackett, like well-known yeah. like comedian, right? He auditioned to be the voice of the bird, and they're like, "No, no, no, no," because like, but then they got Jay Moore to come in, and he does a really good Buddy Hackett impersonation. So Jay Moore was doing a Buddy Hackett impersonation to voice the bird, but they wouldn't let Buddy Hackett be the voice of the bird.
1: That's kind of wrong. And
0: this is Buddy Hackett's <laughs> last movie. He died shortly thereafter. Oh,
1: no. Oh, God. I wonder so, how Jay Moore feels. So he has a
0: bit part, just being a guy. Yeah. And it's
1: like Jay Moore's just like, I'll do the voice of the bird. That's funny, that scene, because it's like, it's it's Jay Moore, Buddy Hackett, and the bird. And they pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I, um, Tony Shalhoub's
0: in it with a really, ter- like, not, not terrible. He's a convincing Russian accent.
1: Um, I just... I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, but it ends like it ends like nicely and all the stuff and there's a couple jokes I laughed at but I didn't realize it was actually like a higher production. I thought it was just some kind of like straight to Netflix garbage. And I was like,
1: "Oh, really? See, I, I knew it was a higher than higher production. So, I didn't realize it was Dreamworks, but I knew it was a higher see, production."
0: The the name Polly drives me nuts. How is that?
1: Why? Because um, my name's Paul. Did you know it was a Wachowski movie that was like a a billion dollar budget?
0: Yeah, I just know. <laughs> um, my name's Paul. I I am not a talking bird named Polly. I don't want a cracker, and I am not an Italian mobster. So don't call me Polly. So anything that's named Polly, I stay away from unless I roll a two on the wheel of death. Yeah. Um, it it was okay. Like I like uh, this. The the terrible thing is like, I will never watch it again but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I will tell you, I told you that, I don't know if I told you this. I think I told you this. Like I watched half of it and I didn't stop watch. I stopped watching it because I was going to go to bed. Oh, he's cried too much. He's, no. He just
0: couldn't take it. Wee- this big, movie was way better
1: than 40 Days and 40 Nights <laughs> and I finished 40 Days and 40 Nights. Yeah. So, so people
0: out there, I just, I think you need to recommend, a uh, good punishment for Joe because he didn't finish the wheel of death. Yeah. So give, give us, give us a good recommendation for Joe. Um, I, I would love, would love to hear it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Another animal, another talking animal movie. Could you please find me another good quality talking animal movie? Could it be hot to trot where Bobcat Goldflake plays a racehorse? <laughs> no, you know, he's, he doesn't play a racehorse or racing stripes. He, uh, he, no, racing no, stripes was with something else. That was somebody else. No, he's a guy there, but I think this is it the horse. Anyway, it's talking horse. Yeah. He's in it somewhere how about that or what about that um oh shoot roddy dangerfield was a talking dog in a movie so I rover dangerfield yeah
1: um or any of the don bluth movies where animals <laughs> all talk you should watch rock doodle that's was, what you should watch oh god he was <laughs> all those movies anytime a move an animal started talking in a cartoon it was don bluth and those somehow always took a dark turn <laughs> yeah but even right? as even as a kid i was kind of like is this is this is this is kind of dark yeah. Like, I was like. There, there's the, he, he goes some places. You're like right. Like, all dogs go to heaven, and, like, you know, these dogs getting killed off and stuff. I'm like.
0: The older you get when you realize that some of the, like, that stuff and that some of the Disney things, you're like, there's a lot of connotations going on with that that you just yeah. don't think about at the time. Well, even like Polly, like, that poor girl was like, I'm going to teach this bird how to fly. So she's out on the ledge, like, trying to fly, and then she falls off, and then the dad is just angry. Like, he, there's some kind of weird abusive thing going on. And the mom never looked like she loved the girl. She was always like, she was mad at her because she couldn't talk right. Yeah,
1: that family seemed really weird. <laughs> I was like, I, I kept waiting for some, like, weird, like, domestic violence to happen yeah like it, there was like some type of tension in that household and i was just like I, I i feel like if it was if that movie came out like like five or eight years later it would definitely have
0: had that well the weird thing is it, it, the, and just not to go on too much about the wonderful film that is Polly, available on netflix right now folks if you'd like to watch it uh at the end when he ends up at the institute and there, are when and scientists figured out how he can talk they're trying to do this big display to show everybody this burke can talk so that he won't talk and, he, and, and they're like, well, say something. And he's like, up yours. And he says it like three times. And it's like, this is a family movie. You got the bird telling everybody up yours. It's like, that's, I was wondering, I was like, I guess good on you to have some kind of like medium swearing, but that was really weird to have that happen. So yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that was, that's our, our book report for the wonderful bird movie. Oh, the wheel of death. It, it will come back. It will crush us all. Um. So that does it for us this week. Uh. Next week, I think we're gonna do uh, Star Wars. Cause yeah.
1: Because like c- we want to get ready. We don't want to. We don't want to Star Wars you up right literally before Star Wars. So we're gonna get. We're gonna give you some Star Wars to, to um. Ah. Uh, like get, get, well, get like, you to the next.
0: Yeah, because I have some interesting thoughts about the prequels. Um, not I'm, who doesn't have interesting I, thoughts I, about. The well, because we were talking about, and I think this. Like I was talking about uh, some stuff that we were discussing previous about people that have strong opinions about the story and they want to change it. I think that will be interesting to talk about. I know Joe loves the originals. I do too. Um, it's been a while since I've watched all of them, so maybe I should refresh on some of it. I I
1: I, 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 I have watched the originals in a while. Um, I used to watch them religiously at least once a month, like not all three, but I would throw, like I would make it a point to watch like empire Jedi or new hope once a month for Mm. at least like four or five years.
0: Yeah. It used to be like that with just aliens. That's all just just aliens over and over again. I watched it for Thanksgiving, by the way, that was a good Thanksgiving holiday movie. Just got to watch some aliens. I don't think I watched any movies for Thanksgiving. I was cleaning the apartment. So I'm like, I like, what can I do for the next two hours and 40 Mm. minutes? I guess I can put aliens in. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah. If there's uh, also if you guys have any questions for uh, um, your local Sith PR rep, let us know. We'll yeah. ask the Sith PR gonna, rep. That's what we're going to do um, next
1: week. Is we're going to talk to me about my my uh, moonlighting. My moonlighting is the the PR rep for yeah. S- for the Sith. And then we're going to it's, it's going to be Star Wars, Star Wars, and more Star Wars, and then maybe
0: after that some Star Wars. So uh, anyway, had fun this week. Um, have a safe week, and then um, next week we'll just. I don't know cram so much Star Wars in you you don't know what to do with it yeah